there's a great deal of confusion about the Holy Spirit. Who or what is he? What is his ministry in the world today? How does one even get the Holy Spirit? Today, on Enjoying the Journey, we learn what Jesus taught about the Holy Spirit. What better way to learn about the Holy Spirit than to learn from the authoritative words of Jesus Christ himself? Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. Just before my 13th birthday, I surrendered my life to serve the Lord. I knew that God was dealing with me about being in the ministry, and I really believed God wanted me to be a preacher. And so I made that public. I remember that night very well because there was an old country preacher in the hills of West Virginia that night that put his arm around me, and he said, So God's called you to preach. I said, Yes, sir, he has. He said, wonderful, get your first sermon together. You're going to preach next week in a cottage prayer meeting. And I still remember saying to that dear old man, wait a minute, let's talk about this for a second. He said something profound to me that night. He said, son, if you don't start serving God now, you probably never will. And he was right about that. So I got my first sermon together. I must have found an outline in a book somewhere because the very first sermon I ever preached as pitiful as the delivery was, was on the person of the Holy Spirit. I'm not sure uh, what a a kid preacher uh, had to do talking about the the doctrine of the Holy Spirit because I knew so little about him. I feel like I'm just starting to come to understand more about the person and work of the Holy Spirit. But I remember that night because I took as my text these verses in John 14. Verse 16, Jesus said, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. In our last study, I pointed out to you that you have right here in this passage the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, most believers can talk about God as their Father. That's, That's not hard. We're children of God. So we reference our Father, which art in heaven, and we talk about the heavenly Father. And then most believers talk freely about the person of the Lord Jesus. He's the Son of God. He is our Savior. He's our friend. He's our King, our Lord and Master. But if I said to you today, tell me everything you know about the Holy Spirit, what would you say? Because when you come to John 14, that is Jesus' emphasis. Now, it begins with the Father and the Son, John 14, verse 1 says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. So you have the Father and you have the Son. And look, we are to know God. Uh, God wants us to know him as Father and to know his goodness in our life. And we must know the Lord Jesus. The only way to know God is through the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, He's the Savior. But I would say to you that as you progress into John chapter 14, uh, it is less explanation of the Father and of the Son and more explanation about the Holy Spirit because this is the divine progression, you see. We come to know the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. We enter into this relationship with God as our Father. And as we grow in the faith, what do we enter into more and more? The fellowship with the Holy Spirit, the understanding of the Spirit of God that lives inside of us. As a matter of fact, I can prove that to you. Now, there is a famous verse in the New Testament, 2 Corinthians chapter number 13 and verse number 14. Uh, many people refer to it as the apostolic benediction. It just simply means it's the, the closing prayer, the closing blessing 
of the apostle. 2 Corinthians 13, 14 says this, The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Ghost be with you all. Amen. There we are again, all three members of the Godhead. The Son, the Father, the Holy Spirit, all in one verse. And yet, did you ever notice the divine order? He begins with the Son, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why not begin with the Father? Because Jesus is the entry point. Remember, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So you cannot experience the love of the Father until you know the grace of the Son. It begins with Jesus. Then, once you walk through Christ, who is the door, you enter into the love of God. You you come to understand God's love for you. And by the way, that's not just at the moment of salvation. That's the experience of a lifetime. In fact, it's the adventure of eternity to go deeper and deeper into the love of God. But then notice where it ultimately leads. It leads to the communion of the Holy Ghost. Now, that's the, the final statement in this prayer. It is the climax, if you will, the culmination of it all. It might interest you to know that the word communion is only used in Paul's writings to the church at Corinth, and the word literally means sharing. Aren't you glad we have a sharing God? How does God share his truth with us? How does God share all of his divine resources with us? How does God share his nature with us? The answer, through the Holy Spirit that lives within us. He is the one who brings that communion, that fellowship, that that sharing of God into all of our hearts. And that's why it's vital that we come to know the Holy Spirit. You see, when you speak of the Father, immediately we look up. We look up to the throne in heaven. When we speak of Christ, we look back to his first coming, and we look ahead to his second coming. But when we speak of the Holy Spirit, we have to look within because the Holy Spirit is literally God living inside of us. I I noticed this recently in John chapter 14. The chapter begins with talking about us going to live at the Father's house someday. That's where we're going. That's our eternal abode. Aren't you looking forward to that? But don't miss this. When you come down to verse number 17, Jesus says, but the Holy Spirit is going to come and make his abode with you now. He's going to dwell in you now. Oh, this is glorious. The great truth about being a Christian is that you not only get to go live in God's house someday, but God comes to live in your house now. And how does he do it? In the person of the Holy Spirit. Now, we're going to walk through these and spend more time on them, but I want to point out to you today that there are three definite titles assigned to the Spirit of God in John chapter number 14. They're repeated in John 15 and John 16. Two of them are found in the verses we've read already, John Chapter 14, verses 16 and 17. One of them is found in verse 26. And here are the three titles. And please don't miss them because in Scripture, titles reveal truth. Titles reveal the nature of God. And so here's the first. In verse number 16, he is the comforter. Oh, in a world filled with heartache and heartbreak, we need comfort. How does God's comfort come to us? How does he share comfort He does so through the work of the Holy Spirit. The second title in verse 17 is that he is the spirit of truth. Now, how does God share his truth with us? The Holy Spirit is the one who makes God's truth known. Now, he does so through the word. Remember, Scripture is the sword of the spirit. Uh, the, The word of truth and the spirit of truth always working together. But you couldn't understand your Bible. You couldn't understand a single verse of the Bible if the Holy Spirit did not turn the light on 
and share that with you and help you to understand it. So he's the comforter, sharing God's comfort. He's the spirit of truth, sharing God's truth. And then thirdly, we read in verse number 26, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, there's the third one, the Holy Ghost. He not only shares God's comfort and shares God's truth, praise God, he shares God's holiness. And we know all three members of the Godhead are holy. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Holy is the Father, holy is the Son, holy is the Spirit. But it is the Spirit that almost without exception, every time we mention the third person of the Godhead is referred to as the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost. Why is that? Because he is the one who is working every day to make us holy, to bring God's holiness into the life of a sinner. And so may the Lord help us to know the Holy Spirit better. And as we do, he will share God's comfort, God's truth, and God's holiness with all of us. This is the truth behind his titles. As we listen to the teaching from our Savior about the Holy Spirit, we can be confident that we are learning from the one who is the personification of truth. We hope you'll make your way to our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and search for helpful resources with more teaching about the Holy Spirit. You'll find podcasts, articles, and full-length Bible messages that will deepen your understanding about the Holy Spirit. Also on our website, you can click on the events link and follow Scott's preaching schedule. If he is preaching in your area, he would love the opportunity to meet you. Once again, thank you for joining us today. We hope you'll share today's podcast with a friend and make plans to join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.